What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode here on the Captain's Corner. Today is October 7th, 2022, and we got episode 12 here for you. Open season, NHL season is finally here. Super excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, a little bit of weird layout this year for it, but, but before we get into that, um, just going to talk a couple things for the podcast, and then we'll get right into the episode discussing the news. Um, so don't forget to follow the socials, um, Caps Corner Pod. They're always on the screen and linked down below. Um, anything helps um, trying to grow those. Any tips you guys have, what kind of content you want to see on there would go a long way to helping me too. So definitely go ahead and comment. Let me know what you guys want to see. Been posted on Twitter and Instagram. Haven't really broken into the TikTok yet. Uh, see how that goes. Definitely going to try to. It's just so time consuming trying to get everything up and running and trying to keep track of news. A lot going on. So I'm um, trying to build a schedule for it. I built a schedule on when I'm recording episodes. So now it's just trying to figure out how I'm going to do the website, how I'm going to do this, that. So a lot of things to plan out. Um, as you guys can tell, we still don't have any intro or outro music. Or So let me know what you guys want. If you have any ideas for that, definitely want to start getting those in for the episodes to have a little thing at the start and the end. Nothing too long, just something quick. But if you have any ideas, let me know. We're going to do that in the next couple episodes here. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on today. Episode, like I said, episode 12, open season. Um, season starts today, 2 p.m. If you're listening to this fr- Friday morning. Um, there's a 2 p.m. game today in the Czech Republic. Um, if you're listening after 2 p.m., there's a game Saturday at 2 p.m. And then if you're listening after Saturday, um, there's games on Tuesday. Um, so NHL is full swing. We'll get into the full breakdown of open day. Um, but yeah, that's really what's going on. So excited for it to be back. Started watching a couple preseason games, really following it, and can't wait for the season to start. Um, Living here, I live here in the States, so I'll be able to watch a majority of the games through ESPN Plus in those ways and TNT. I know there's some games I do not get if they're on Hulu, I believe, or NHL Network. I don't get. And then Saber, since I'm in Buffalo, Buffalo, um, I don't get any in-market Sabres games, but we do have MSG. That's how we have to watch them, which sucks. Having a, like, you can't watch on ESPN. I wish they had an option for that. So, I can't watch any in market games here. So, gotta pull them up on MSG, which is kind of more of a headache because I have to stream it through the laptop and stuff. MSG, but whatever. But I do have Saber half season tickets. So, I will be attending quite a few other games and trying to work this podcast around that too on when I record because I do record Thursday nights. So, so there are quite a few Thursday night games, so those might be switched around or do some car casts, or call, like like what Elliot does in 32 Thoughts, do some car casts, um, like driving to work with no video, just kind of like headphones in and just talking about it, trying to get an episode out there. So it might not be the best quality sound, but hope it's a good quality episode for you guys um, content-wise. So that's what we have planned coming up. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. Opening day, it's finally here. NHL Network, 2 p.m. Sharks versus the Predators. Um, both teams play back to back days. They play both on the eighth exact time, 8 p.m. So both games will be streamed on NHL Network. So I don't know if I'll be able to watch them because of work. Maybe Saturday I'll try to stream it. But I'll definitely watch your recaps so I can get some feedback for you guys. But um, yeah, it's here. Um, I don't know. It's 
weird how they're doing it. There's still preseason games being played. It's not like, oh, NHL opening day. It's like Tuesday is going to feel more like the opening day, in my opinion, because preseason will be over. We got two games on Tuesday. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning at the New York Rangers, and then the late game, Vegas at Vegas at the Los Angeles Kings. So definitely a little bit better of a schedule there. Late games. It's weird that they're doing opening day. Like if they were going to do like the first regular season game, they should have done it the Saturday two o'clock, Sunday two o'clock, so people can watch. Like who's going? Like everyone works Friday two p.m. Like I don't know. It's definitely a weird time to have it for the NHL. I know they like love these global series. Like it's a good concept, but it's just. Not the right timing. You got preseason games going on. It's just weird. It kind of blends in with the preseason, in my opinion. It's definitely weird, but um, should be a good game. Um, Sharks are coming off a bad season. Um, moved on to some guys. Got some weird contracts. A lot of young players are going to be playing this year. Don't picture them being a playoff team. And then the Preds are re- looking to rebound after last year. They had a tough playoffs. They lost their goalie for the playoffs, UC Soros, who was, in my opinion, the second best goalie behind Andre Vasilevsky. I know that that's a hot take there, but it, that's my opinion. Um, so they lost him for the playoffs. So they're looking to bounce back this year and see what they can do. They kept most of their roster together. They added Ryan McDonough. So definitely a team that's going to be good again. Like I don't, Picture them taking a step back. They got the goaltender. They got the defense. Um, they got the goal scoring. If they can keep Matt Duchesne and them scoring. So definitely a team that will be fun to watch. So they played twice. Um, Cody Glass, who I've been a fan of since he played in juniors, um, broke into the lineup finally. Cool video. Actually, it's saw on TikTok or no Twitter, I think. Um, if, like the GM, like saying like, hey, you make the trip. You made the initial like roster. And then he was just tearing up because like, yeah, he's had a tough go of it. Still a young player. Still lots of opportunity for him. So, But excited to see him get a chance here. Um, but, yeah, so the Global Series, both days. So those will be fun to watch. See how good the hockey is. And we'll get into those picks later. Um, the, the rest of North America starts on Tuesday. Um, obviously, like I said, that's the 11th. Tampa Bay, the Rangers, Vegas, L.A. So those are the games on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we have quite a few more games. We got Columbus at Carolina, Toronto at Montreal, Boston at Washington, Chicago at Colorado, Seattle at Anaheim, Vancouver at Edmonton. Then Thursday, I will be at the game. We got Ottawa at Buffalo, New Jersey at Philly, Arizona at Pittsburgh, Florida at the Islanders, Washington at Toronto, so back-to-back for Toronto. New York at Minnesota, Dallas at Nashville. So Nashville's coming off the trip, right back into it on Thursday. Colorado at Calgary, Chicago at Vegas, and Seattle at Los Angeles. So that's kind of our first full slate of games there. And then we roll into the first Saturday where there's a ton of games, and we'll get into more of those on next Friday. We'll preview that whole weekend, have a lot of fun with that. So those are the upcoming games we got. So super excited for next week. Um, that's when it's going to feel a lot more like hockey season to me, and I'm super excited about that. Um, next up, though, we got um, Dundeal, Matt Barzell. Well, done deal. Let's get into it. Done deal. Jason Robertson signed. That's the big headline there. Um, the 23-year-old forward for Dallas finally signed his contract. Um, so he will be playing for the team. It's a four-year deal at $7.75 million, which is kind of lower than I thought it would be. 
obviously the years aren't there and you still will be an RFA at the end of the 2026 27 season so four years away he'll still be an RFA so Dallas will control the rights so that's probably their mindset there that's a good deal for Dallas you got a young kid that for four years on good page compared to the other contracts now it's if you can keep them there if like honestly I think if they keep regression regression regressing um they're gonna lose him i think either he'll demand a trade or he'll just want a ton of money and they won't be able to pay him and he'll want out so but this is another deal that could come back and bite them though if the cap keeps going up which it's projected to be um four years from now he keeps producing at the rate he is maybe he's looking at like with the, the way contracts are going eight years ten million dollar contract like which is crazy but it's possible Especially with the deal that just came out to Matt Barzell, the New York Islanders forward, the 25-year-old, eight years, $9.15 million. That is ridiculous. That guy is making more than some guys that put way more points in him. It's crazy to me. $73 million, $73,200,000 total. Um, starts in 2023-2024 and goes all the way to 2030. 2031 season and after year one it has a modified no trade clause where i believe it has to submit 10 team list i have to definitely double check on that don't quote me on that but there is a modified no trade clause that's crazy to me that's there's guys that we're reading the paydays last week that i think are way more deserving like he he definitely an overpay in my opinion um islanders for a team that's strapped on cap space they're even more strapped now so which is going to make it tough on them and who knows what's going to happen with the Islanders. They're an aging team, lots of high contracts. Going to be tough for them. Going to be very, very tough. Um, don't like the contract. Do you like the player? I would picture him more like a $7.5 million range. 9.125 is so high for a guy like that. I don't know. He's not a superstar in my opinion, but I'm also not an Islanders fan. So Islanders fans have their opinions. A lot of them like the deal, which is good for them. But I'm on the other end of it where I think it's a bit of an overpay. But if they they like it, they like it. It's their team. So, but yeah, so those are the couple deals that got done. Obviously, Jason Robertson's the big one there. Um, so he will... He's back at practice. He will be playing with the team, getting him ramped up to play in the regular season, so he shouldn't miss any games, which is good for the Dallas Stars because they definitely need him. He's their first-line forward, and with the other guys they're paying, they're going to need the help. But, yeah, then into some other news, which isn't like great for the sport of hockey. Um, hockey Canada, obviously, a lot of scandals going on there um, and like a lot of scrutiny going down for how they handle these um, sexual assault allegations. For, I don't know all the details, so don't quote me. I'm going to be very vague on this, so please don't get mad. Um, I'm obviously not on the hockey can side here. This is a bad look for them. This is not how you handle these situations, and especially with how today the world works now today you can't do this stuff like you can't do this so um i don't know all the details this was a, i'm just gonna do a broad study of this so don't get um so they're under scrutiny for their sexual allegations of players and how they handled players that were um for that were on the teams in 2003 and 2018 and apparently they had a part in covering it up um and concealing it 
and they apparently according to sources they use money from their fees that they've all they obviously make fees from all these teams throughout the country they pay a fee to hockey canada like three dollars a player and they make all that money so if you think about that there's thousands of hockey players in ontario so three dollars a player is going to hockey canada to help pay for that help them like run the organization and then helps and yeah apparently they're using those fees to help conceal um sexual allegations against these players to keep it hush husk because it happened on hockey canada's time they don't want that coming out obviously that's a bad look people are calling for the resignation of leadership which i agree and we'll get into some solutions i think will come about this in my opinion because this is this can't happen this is terrible look terrible look on the sport like you can't do this like this is these players have if this they have to be they, they can't be covered up this is ridiculous like if these players did it they need to face justice on it so that's my opinion on it but um yeah basically so what's happened now is quebec and nova scotia have s- said they're going to stop their fee transfers so they will not be paying hockey canada their three dollar fee or whatever it is per player to hockey canada um Ontario asked Hockey Canada to not collect a fee either. They said that um, they so they haven't officially came out and said we're not going to pay the fee, but they've asked Hockey Canada, so they want to keep their Hockey Canada ship, I guess. I, I don't even know what it's called, association, but they don't want the Hockey Canada to collect a fee from them until they figure this stuff out. Um, and then on top of that, Tim Hortons, Scotiabank, and Canadian Tire are the first ones to pull their sponsorships from um, Hockey Canada. So those are big names that sponsor these Hockey Canada, sponsor the teams, they help them out, they help the organizations, they help the junior teams. So that's a huge deal there. A lot of money they're losing. So Hockey Canada is going to run out of money and they have to address these. So I think they have a meeting this week, a phone meeting this week, a phone meeting next week. Then they have an official board meeting October 15th, I want to say, in person to discuss changes. Who knows what's going to come about that. Just a couple things I was thinking about, like what happens next with this? Like, do they rebrand, like do they clear house like everyone's asking? Do they clear house and keep the name? Do they clear house and completely rebrand? Which is I think is the best move, or do they just switch to and do they just basically cancel Team Canada Hockey Canada and go with a new organization? Do they start from the scratch, build it from the ground up, and all new staff, all new leadership, um, it's not associated with Hockey Canada. That's the way I could see them going, but who knows? But one thing for sure is they do need to clear house. They need to get rid of the people that were covering this up. That's so unacceptable. Um, it's crazy in this day and age. Like, you're going to cover that up. Like, come on, dude. Like, that's insane. But, yeah, so that's going to, what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Do they just, are they able to, save themselves here are they able to keep hockey canada going is it basically just going to be i don't know what's going to happen like is there going to be a new like team canada thing that pops up or canadian hockey or i don't know like what's going to happen about it but something has to change and obviously like these props these sponsorships these companies um these provinces for stepping up and standing up against it and just not rolling with it i mean like oh we need to go with team hockey canada here because they send our guys to the world juniors they help us out so good for them for sticking up 
and we'll see what comes about that and we'll definitely keep you guys up to date on that um and then obviously next we got some quick hits here um before we get into some roster moves um released from their ptos was sunny for calgary we had sunny milano and cody eakin got released so both guys i think they'll get picked up by a team maybe be a fringe roster guy like a team of space i could see like arizona team of space or i don't even know so sunny milano cody eakin were released from their ptos jake vertanen for was released from edmonton from his pto Danny DeKaiser from Vancouver was released, and James Neal from Columbus. And then next up, we got some roster moves here. Um, obviously, a lot of guys have been sent down. Most teams were pretty close to all their team. All teams have their lineup set. Um, kind of just gonna ramble through some names here and see what happens. What you guys think? There's a lot. A lot of guys sent out into the minors, obviously. Um, just going to roll through it. Malcolm Subban for the Sabres. Marcus Bjork for Columbus. I'm just looking here. I don't even know. A lot of these guys are they're AHL guys. No, Trey Cajula for Pittsburgh. Alex Nylander for Pittsburgh, a guy that still hasn't broken into that NHL, really. He's bounced around a couple teams. Dustin Tukarski, Cole Lynn, Max McCormick. Gustav Olsen, all for Seattle. Will Bitten for St. Louis. Daniel Sprung was called up for Seattle, but I think he went back down. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just really reading through the list here because there's so many. Obviously, in the season, we'll be able to keep track of it a little better, but at the beginning of the season, there's just so many. Um... Like, I'm trying to look for notable names here. This is a terrible podcast. <laughs> um, Michael DiPietro was sent down. Why Kalinak, William Lockwood, all for Vancouver. Vegas sent down Michael. Oh, these guys were all called up. I think they were all called back down, though. Jamison Reese was sent down. Malt Stromwall. Oh, I don't even know. Connor Kerouac for Boston. Oscar Steen for Boston. So, a lot of names, a lot of roster moves, all via cap friendly. Great place to check that all out if you guys want to see. Um, yeah, there's really. I can't find any crazy names. Um, obviously, Corey Snyder was sent down too for the Islanders, a guy that hasn't really been able to stay in the league. Um, but that's that and finally so that's my quick hits for the week really not tons for this today obviously we'll have more next week with injuries updates stuff like that for the first week of the season and before we wrap up the episode we got our first segment of the season caps picks this is gonna be our gambling corner for every week and so obviously we're not going to go too far because not all the odds are out but we're going to take a couple picks here. We are going to take the boost. These are all odds are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, too. Um, that's where I get all my odds. So they will vary depending on what sportsbook you use, but I do use FanDuel. I'm going to take the boost for opening night. Uh, Philip Forsberg, Matthew Shane, and Timo Meyer to score the first. Either of them to score the first goal. So the, it was boosted from 320 to 500. So that, I took that. 
And then I'm going to take Preds minus one and a half for opening night. I like their team. I like their goaltending. And that's going to be my opening night pick. I'm not going to touch game two off a back-to-back first night. Don't know how who, what goaltenders are playing, so I'm not going to touch it. And then next week, obviously, we will get into more of the games, and we will have a lot more picks for you guys, which is a lot of fun. So I can't wait for that. So those are my picks for the week, the boost, and Nashville minus one and a half. Um, but that's all I got for you guys for episode 12. Hockey's back, fellas and ladies. If you listen to this, I promise you if you do, I'm excited. Grow this audience, follow us on socials, and we will catch you in the next episode, guys. Can't wait to talk more hockey with you. Peace. Have a good one.